know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. You are listening to episode 12 of the Heart Sing Podcast. I am fresh off singing my heart out on my motorcycle, and the topic of today's podcast is the reason why it's singing. So today we are going to talk about the power of intention and planning, building trust with ourselves and trusting the universe. You see, I had my plans derailed this week, and I saw myself go a little bit off track And yet still working to live with intention. My goal is to share a bit about the law of intention, my off-plan debacle with you, my learning moments, and also tips on how I do a power plan that can make all the difference in turning your day into a heart-sing adventure from an unguided fog. You see, this morning, I started out in a bit of a funk. And well, To be honest, you guys, this entire week, I've kind of been coasting along because of uh, the derailment from my adventure I was set to take. See, I was booked, just me and the RV. I was going out to Lake Alamo State Park to do a little vow of silence adventure and check that item off my everyday bucket list. And I was so excited to try this. The plan was to drive my RV out to Western Arizona to the state park out there on Monday, take the vow of silence for 24 hours on Tuesday. And I mean nothing, no electronics, books, writing, just being just me and see what more I could uncover about my soul and my desires and just get in the earth and soak it all up and, you know, do a little bit of recovery too. I've been work, work, working. Well, the people that needed the catalytic converter off of my RV had other plans for my being. (laughs) I was really proud though, how I was able to manage my mind through the process. I mean, picture this, you guys. Here I was all excited for my trip. I've been working hard and was really looking forward to this adventure. I had the RV all packed up and ready to go. I'm sitting in the driver's seat. My grin ear to ear. And I fired up the RV and it was like, it was like as loud as my Harley. I'm like, wait a second. It's not the motorcycle. And it took me a minute. And I was like, oh, something is very wrong. And yep. And immediately I knew I wasn't going anywhere. My friend's like, oh, they took your, and you know, the catalytic converter that this pipe that, you know, keeps all the exhaust from going everywhere. Who knew? There's precious metals in those things, you guys. So here I am. My adventure was a big no-go and my my heart sank slightly like I felt it. But luckily, I had been working on the topic of the month for the sisterhood, which is intention this month, how to live in it and create what we want. And as Deepak Chopra says in his book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, intention is of the future. This is like, we see what we want and we plant the seed in, in the field of infinite possibilities and we just allow it to grow. That means we release it. We're not attached to the outcome. And I had released my soul recovery intention 
And, you know, I needed to trust this process and put my attention, which is in our present moment. This is like what we're focusing on now and the only thing that is real and, and now. So staying in this awareness of my being that, you know, I am not the thinker of my thoughts. I can see those happening and being present in that aspect while moving through the day, practicing it more and more has allowed me in this process to really stay in love and to not jump over the dark side on the bandwagon of how evil people are because they took my converter and you know, it was, it would have been really easy to jump into that conversation with a lot of people. And instead, I just kept telling myself, I am you, you are me for whatever reason it happened because it did. And I am going to trust and allow the universe to deliver. And even when these things don't seem to be going our way, this, this is the work where the work is for me anyway. I mean, I tend to want to do, 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 and not allow or trust and even myself sometimes, which I'll get to a little bit later with the planning. So I was trusting that this entire process, my RV being derailed from our trip and me needing to adult (laughs) and take that time I was going to adventure and instead work to set myself up for the next month in an adult-like fashion. I I had a voice in my head that kept saying, just because it didn't turn out as I planned, there was a grander vision that I couldn't yet see, just trust in it. I'm so glad this information was fresh in my mind. You can probably think of times like this in your life, you know, that something apparently bad or negative happened, but it turned out for the better. And, you know, you were grateful for where you are now because of that experience. When we can start to look at situations like this as part of the process, as it occurs, trust and allow and change our minds. It makes life so much more peaceful and keeps that heart space warm. Uh, So we can get to singing a little bit easier again. When we just accept the moment, It allows me, when I do that, to look for the amazing people that are there to help on the path and new opportunities, synchronicities that cross my path. I would probably be missing them if I was living in anger and resentment. I'm creating different feelings and actions when I when I have those emotions. This part was amazing. I stayed in that present moment awareness and lived in love and really worked to not think hateful thoughts and because those would only bring me negative feelings. I was feeling pretty good. But what I didn't do, you guys, that I should have done immediately was sit and make a new plan. Me, the master of all the plans, the one that just created a planner and taught a course on it, basically. Did I make a plan? No, not a new plan. Instead, I ran around adulting mindlessly for three days. Appointment for this and that. I found my next location to go and park the RV before, while I take off on an, before I go on another adventure. I budgeted, paid bills, did some equally as boring, but necessarily adult stuff. And um, normally I avoid this stuff like the plague, therefore the adventure and vowel silence plans. <laughs> However, my adulting did not take to drafting a new plan for the week. No, it sure didn't. My monkey brain was like, we can wing it. What's the big deal, Ad? Come on. I didn't make a new food plan or a work plan. I ate with my friends where I was staying. I had some drinks, which is not in future Slayer's vision, nor was it on my plan for the week, which, um, as you know, we discussed, I didn't remake it anyway. 
And this is what happens with no plan at all. It all becomes on the do list. And yes, I can hear people saying, don't beat yourself up. You know, everyone deserves a little bit of, you know, just freedom. Let me be clear. Me being honest with myself is not beating myself up. That is self-love, you guys. I don't feel negative. I don't feel like I'm a failure down on myself because I don't have those thoughts. I'm not judging myself. And I don't want you to think I am because this is where we learn. And this is such an important part of loving ourselves in this journey we're on. If I'm constantly telling myself things like, It's okay, Addie. You had that crazy thing happen with the RV and you aren't in a space again. You deserve a little fun. You couldn't get your adventure and things happen. It's okay. If I were to tell myself this, justify not living how I want to with the intention I want to live and not learning from it, then guess what? I don't grow. None of us do. And if you find yourself like when you're working to step away from the judgment, doing things like this, So watch your monkey brain. I see mine all the time making these excuses, right? Our monkey brains are tricky. They want us to do things that will reward it. It's just doing its job, right? It wants another dopamine hit. But we don't need to be rewarded like that anymore. And it it wants us to jump from one to another. Fatty foods, Netflix, booze, wherever it can find that quick reward. So how do we not judge ourselves and yet learn from it? So we become this observer. Just like we work to stay in the present moment awareness, we watch our choices consciously and learn how to create in each moment, you know? So when I was doing this, it really makes me feel aware and I feel powerful when I recognize this. And then I figure out and I know what I need to be doing. And then I can make a choice to keep going down the path of Praya. Remember the chariot story from the Upanishads, that ancient text? It's in the full versions in episode three of this podcast, the Me First uh, Power of Choice, if you haven't heard it. But to sum it up, in each moment, we have a decision to go down the path that serves us, which is the Shreya path to health and wellness, and it's a longer-term reward. Or we can choose the path that doesn't serve us, which is Praya. And Praya is super sexy, always looks better, and leads to present moment feel-good dopamine hits, but ultimately to stress in our lives, bad health, and a disconnection with who we truly are. So making a plan allows us to be intentional with where we are going. And I was not doing that. I could see it, but I was still letting myself off the hook. And I got all the way to Thursday. So part of this happened because I didn't have my new pages printed from my planner and I just designed one. I needed to pick it up, Um, but I shifted everything around, everything around. I remember thinking, oh, a couple days won't hurt. Another tricky monkey brain trick. I could have done this on a piece of paper and it might not have been as great as my planner, which is pretty awesome, by the way, if I do say so, but I still could have revised a quick plan. And the point is I was feeling a little off because I didn't have that plan dialed in. And when my trip changed, I just allowed that part of it to get derailed. As Abraham Hicks tells us in The Law of Attraction, we need three things to create what we want and to manifest into our world. Meditation, a workshop, and segment intention. So I consider my plan a workshop. And you all know how I feel about meditating. I haven't even mentioned it yet in this podcast. Are you meditating yet? 
How about planning? Do you plan? So I really see this as our workshop. This is where we do the work to figure out what it is we want to bring into the world. And how detailed are you with it? I'm going to share a bit about planning here, but remember, something is better than nothing. If you're not planning at all, making a simple plan to start with is you're putting votes in that bucket to become the person that plans and you want to start the habit. Then as you practice, you know what? We get better and better and we even start to enjoy the process. So the workshop plan portion of creating what I want in life, which is to live in radiance, get as much heart sing as I can and find the joy, learn more about me. And of course, to inspire 1 million people to meditate, making this plan is a way that I build trust with myself. And it also allows me to allow contrary to what most of us think. And I was this person too. So don't think I'm casting stones here. Definitely not. I thought I couldn't be spontaneous if I had too much of a plan. And what I find is the more I plan, it allows me to intentionally choose what I want to do when I have more fun. I have more everyday adventures and I know everything's going to get done because I made a plan and I'm conscious of it and making intentional choices. And then when I honor that plan, I start to build that trust with myself. Like I know when I show up, I'm going to do it and get it done. And I'm going to sit in the discomfort. And this is probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned on this path. And I'm still in the process. I have failed almost 100% of my pounds all the way to 100 pound weight loss. Now, listen, I am a big believer in looking forward to failure because I'm reaching for my goals. And if they're big enough, it's just part of the process. We're going to fail. And I haven't yet created what it is I want because that goal is something I'm growing towards. So there's going to be trial and error. And there were two problems, though, with me not staying on plan that I'm working on actively still. And maybe you can identify with these might help you on your planning quest or at least be aware of, you know, that this is something that happens to us when we plan. First of all, not training my Neanderthal brain, right? That part, that part of us that just wants the quick, easy rewards. When I would write it on my plan, when it wouldn't happen, I accept it was okay. I don't want to be too hard on myself. And, but, and not looking at it objectively, I was not learning from the process. So there's a fine balance between not beating yourself up and becoming this observer that is learning from it. And this is the monkey brain. They don't want us to stick to plans because when we make them, we make them from the smart brain, the ones that's going to take us on that path of health and wellness. We don't want to take the path that doesn't take us there. But those decisions are not half as appealing as the prey path. The French fries sure look better than the salad that were on the plan. And then your brain will say things like, ah, they're sweet potato fries. So that's good. That's a good choice, right? This is Preya luring you in and your, your Neanderthal brain wants all in on that, right? Yummy brain rewards. Nope. This is still teaching my monkey brain. It's getting what it wants. Now to see this and not be, not judge myself, but make improvements is, this is key. Being more thoughtful about my plans, maybe, but also sticking to it no matter how uncomfortable because it's in that discomfort that we find the answers. And just like meditation, 
It's not always comfortable to sit with yourself. And in fact, often quite the opposite. And yet all the answers are right there in the stillness. So don't expect it to be comfortable in your body, the vibrations as you are learning and as you're learning to feel emotions. And just like those urges with food and violating our plans, it gets easier to sit in that. We become more aware of this internal navigation system and what these feelings and vibrations are in our body. Start to notice those as you feel the discomfort. What is really happening in your body and how bad is it really? And the second problem with me not sticking to plans goes hand in hand with the first and is in my mind the most important. I'm not being honest with me. Honoring our plans is a way to build trust with ourselves. When I tell myself I'm going to show up, I want to make sure I'm showing up. And as soon as I get to that moment where my smart brain has planned to either write a podcast or eat a certain type of food my Neanderthal brain will decide I should do something else. It's just part of the process because it's, it wants to, that quick reward. It wants to do something else. And you would not do this to a friend or an appointment you had. If you said you'd be there, you'd be there. But how many times do we do this to ourselves and not show up? And if you told your girlfriend you're going to pick up salads for lunch, you don't show up with pizza, she'd kill you. And yet we do this to ourselves all the time. When are you not showing up for you? If you're like me and a lot of the women I work with, it can end up being a lot of the time. And this is why we are working to learn to put me first. It's so important. And a key component of this is the planning, figuring out why we didn't show up and how to better train our brains. And so now it's Thursday. (laughs) This all happened with the RV on Monday, and I just did a brain dump and a plan. And guess what? It's magic. Planning not only gives us power, but it creates the segments we can intend, as Abraham was saying. So as I move throughout my day with forethought of what I'm doing, I'm getting what I want from those segments. And when I fly by the seat of my pants, I don't even know what I want. So how can the universe deliver? Now, this is the tricky part, right? So I made a plan, but what happens when it looks like my plan because of circumstances out of control doesn't happen, like my pipe being stolen. Now what? What is that universe? So many times we're quick quick to blame the universe or start playing victim. I mean, I made a plan. I was intentional. I had all these good, amazing vibes about it and boom, derailed. But now instead of being like poor slayer, now I ask, okay, What is the lesson in it? What am I to learn? When I don't honor my plans, there's a different set of questions. Those go more like, why did I eat that instead? How can I improve that next time? But this time was definitely a, what am I here to learn? And then I watched and allow it to unfold while I take action. Man, I'm telling you, you guys, am I right? This creating business is complex. And yet so simple. We make it hard. I make it hard, right? I tell myself all the time, just be Addie. Just be. Allow. Patience. My possible lessons for this week, maybe that it wasn't yet time for an adventure. I was avoiding things I needed to take care of with a shiny noble obstacle of recovering my soul in the desert. So much more fun. Am I right? Maybe there is more soul recovery and taking care of all the adulting I did this week. And there's a reason I needed to be set up and have that part taken care of. 
I do feel much better that I have that taken care of. And even though it took me a few days to get to the plan. And so you see the universe did bring me uh, my soul recovery, right? Because taking care of these adulting things, uh, you know, maybe it's just what I needed. And this wasn't just a plan where I write my food down what I did today. I did a complete brain dump. I do this once a week and then plot out my entire week and try to go longer than that. Um, that so after my magic morning pages, which are three pages of stream of conscious uh, brain dump, I do a complete brain dump. This means I just unload everything I'm going to do this week. And then as I write all the things I need to do, I ask, what else is there? And I ask this at least three times and I sit there and there's always more. And I mean, everything goes on here, like go to the grocery store or call for the RV repair or call Millie. And then after I have the list, I look at it and I say, okay, what really needs to be done? And I'll often have some shiny noble obstacles in there. These are things that look like they should be done, but they're a distraction from my real path. But these obstacles... I schedule for the next week or work in time so they don't distract me because often I think they're like brilliant ideas and I don't want to lose it. But is it pulling me from what I really need to do that might be the hard things and I don't want to do because it's uncomfortable? So once I have what I'm going to schedule for the week, I start to plot it out on my Google calendar. And this isn't the food plan. I do that written in the Me First Guide separately. And yes, I use both, but this is just my to-dos. And in the Me First Guide, well, that gets to like the mindset and heart set right every morning. I just take five minutes to do that. But I make sure to ask myself, how can I get adventure in this week? Where can I have some fun? So today, as I did this process, I had to put the motorcycle up and get her stored for my move. And I went to do that. It was gorgeous outside. So change of plans, that podcast time lock is still going to happen, but it's going to happen on the motorcycle. And I know I have enough time built in because I made a great plan. And hey, I make time, baby. I am time. I need to ride. I'm still on plan other than a shower is going to take, but you know, being clean is overrated when you can have a Harley between your legs. Am I right? (laughs) So I sit here at local Johnny's patio in Cave Creek, Arizona, which is immaculately clean, by the way, kudos to them. I'm writing this podcast with a full heart of song because I got my plan done. I rode my bike and I'm rising yet again. The moral of this episode of the Heart Sing podcast Trusting in yourself is as important in trust as trusting in the universe. They go hand in hand. I'm working. Listen, I am a work in progress and I will be until I'm levitating over the Grand Canyon. Continue to put those votes in the buckets for our best selves. No matter where you are on your path, that's what's important. Not that we do it all perfectly or that we achieve all the things. It's about uncovering how to be connected and return to the wholeness that is already within us. So take a lesson from my week, everybody. Make a plan and make time for that ride that makes your heart sing for what is important to you to do this. We need a plan or it just doesn't feel as great. And often it just doesn't even happen. So take control. Put you first. Make that plan. Take an hour a week and dump your brain and plot it out. And work to live with intention. What do you want out of that moment? And release it. Release the attachment to it. 
and know that everything's being taken care of. Game changer. And of course, add the meditation. You've got everything you need to create everything you want in your world. Before you go, you guys, I really appreciate all of the reviews. It's so amazing. And if you graced me with one, if you haven't done so already, I appreciate it. It really helps the show get noticed and allows me to keep creating. Lots of stars and shares. Amazing. Thanks to all of you um, that have been reviewing and sharing. It's amazing. You can also catch me live on Facebook at Namaslayer. Follow me at Addie Beal underscore Namaslayer on Instagram and visit my website at Namaslayer.com to get on the email list and you can stay updated about sisterhood openings and happenings, the Me First Guide Planner and boot camps and more. So until next week, my witches and bitches, Slayer out. <laughs>